This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on a podcast on a stormy Tuesday. It's a tropical storm. They might be upgrading to a hurricane. By the time you listen to this, it might be over. Al Dukes, how are you? I'm also seeing uh, lots of warnings about tornadoes. Yeah, I know. We're not, a big, we're not a big tornado area, New Jersey, uh, like East Coast. everything's on the table these days. Yeah, but I always felt like tornadoes were like going on in the middle of the country where there was middle no America. water. Yeah, like yeah. where there was no water. I felt like if you have water, you get hurricanes. And, if you, and maybe like those water spouts, but they're out in the water, so whatevs. Wasn't it the open land that allows the, the wind to circulate the way it does? Like if you're out in Oklahoma— that's what I thought. Iowa. Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I didn't know it had anything to do with water. I just thought it was, okay, hello. I just thought it was the openness of the plains. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, I'm saying I, I thought having the water would keep you from having yeah. tornadoes because right. we have hurricanes. Well, let's hope so. I don't need one of those. Does that mean since I'm near the water, I'm less susceptible to the tornado? I would think so. That's what I think. I would hope so. But you're more susceptible to a flood than I am. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That stinks. Hmm. That's what happens when you could see the water. Very true. <laughs> I might get in a boat and row up to your house uh, in, uh, in, well, in your part of New Jersey. S- stop in Seabright because that's where all the uh, all the cameras are. Uh, in Seabright? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's where they always go whenever we have weather. Really? Like this. We go to Seabright, New Jersey. Yeah. They also go to. They love to go to Belmar on news on my News Twelve, New Jersey that I all always right. watch. They always send one of the guys to Belmar. But yeah, Belmar, Seabright. Uh, sometimes seaside heights, but mostly That's those areas. Down there, though. Now, are you a, a storm prep guy, or you'll just let it roll, let it rip, as they say? Uh, prep for what? Like the you know, look around to go. Let's see, do I have anything outside I got to bring in? Do I? I take brought in the, the umbrellas just so they didn't fly away and stab somebody. Do I take the floats out of the pool? Didn't do that. We'll pick them up tomorrow. They'll do I move somewhere. my garbage cans? Uh, didn't do that. Put them in the garage. This sort nope. of thing. No. Yeah, I'm not. Even when I lived in Florida, uh, in Tampa, Tampa really hasn't been hit <clears throat> with a hurricane, a big hurricane, in many, many years. Okay. Not when I was down there, and not since. Right. Different other parts of Florida have, like Miami, got hit with a really bad hurricane. Oh, a few times, yeah. Yeah, a couple times. So we used to get the warnings all the time when I was in Tampa, and I was kind of because it, it, I, I think statistically, I'd be like. I stopped at a big hurricane here since like the 1920s. What are the chances? Hmm. But I would still be like, ah, I guess I'll bring in my things from the deck, like the chairs. But like I haven't moved any chairs from the deck here. No, are you, but you also have heavier chairs too. I do have heavier chairs, but they're right next to glass doors now. That would stink. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be right up your alley. <laughs> Imagine. Yes, I have a door go right through my uh, sliding glass door. You'd have to go to uh, make a run to Home Depot and get some uh, plastic to tape to keep uh, the uh, the air out. And what are we supposed? And what are we supposed to do with our pets that want to go out to go to the bathroom? Take them out in a a hurricane. (laughs) You look for a safe place. You don't walk too far. (laughs) Right. You hope that they do their business very quick, very close to home. I did notice, like she does not care if it's pouring rain. She will go out, but she's an animal. She doesn't care for the wind. Oh, okay. Well, it's pretty so windy might, out there. Yeah, it might be in good luck. Like, she might not want to meander around I would think in so. the rain. Get out, get in. Get out, get in, Jerry. Yeah. Get in, get out. 
And then you said this is supposed to be over by 10 o'clock tonight. Done. Uh, Actually, CBS just showed 8 p.m. going to be gorgeous. It's going to be gorgeous. Yeah, it's going to be a really weird day. It's going to just be miserable for the next, you know, eight hours or so. And then the evening is supposed to be nice. Would you rather be in a place that gets tornadoes, hurricanes, or earthquakes? Where is the place that gets neither of those? Mm, I think everybody gets something. Hurricanes, I'd rather... um, what do you call it? The earthquakes really freak me out. Yeah. Even though I have family that lives in California and they've dealt with them, I don't know. There's some, like I don't know that I could live near a fault line in L.A. Right. And I also feel like San Francisco hasn't had the quote-unquote big one in so long. I feel like, oh, boy, my luck would be. I'd be remember when we went there? You were all worried about that? Yeah, it's like, it would be my luck that we right. were in San Francisco for the Super Bowl. This is when the earthquakes would take off. Now, there are parts of California I would go. I just don't know that I would go right near the fault lines. Right. Um, but that, yeah, that does freak me out a little bit. Um, hmm. Although you get, no, you get no warning with the... With the earthquake. With the earthquake. Is that right. good or bad? I think that's... Well, I think it's good because you're not constantly thinking about it. Right. I think it's bad because you're not thinking about it. And um, as soon as you feel some movement, it could be the big one. Yeah, 100%. There was one... There was a four, uh, hurricane... A hurricane. An earthquake in Los Angeles... On Friday morning, that was 4.4, yes. and it, it shook for, you know, kept shaking for about a half hour, 40 minutes, on and off. That's freaky to me. I saw some of my California friends, and by that I mean Chris Booker. <laughs> I saw he say that, uh, talking about the hurricane, that he felt right. the hurricane that morning. Yeah, yeah that, I think that was Friday. So I, I guess to answer your question, probably the hurricane, although none of them are good. There's nothing good about any of them. I feel like a hurricane covers a wider area, so maybe you'd get hopefully less damage. Like a tornado, if you're in the path of the tornado, everything's gone. Gone. Absolutely gone. And you better be underground. Right. That's freaky, man. And imagine you come up and everything, you open that hatch, and there's nothing there. <laughs> right. You go underground to hide. When you come out, you oh don't see God. anything. You got. I mean, that's just brutal. I hope my toilet delivery doesn't get caught up in this hurricane. I it was I coming yesterday. To... No, yesterday I got the... Um, I got uh, my second vanity. The smaller vanity came. Oh, okay. So now all I'm waiting on is the toilets, and then I can have my floor, because the floors are here. Right. I get my floors done, my vanity's in, and my toilet's in. You know what this tells me? Score. You are spending some cash. I am, but this this cash was allotted for home improvements uh, when I was purchasing the place. Good for you. I said I was going to allot this money. All right. And uh, all those things. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do, Jerry. I'm going to clean this up because I don't plan on leaving here. This is the first time I think I've moved somewhere. And you plan on being there the rest of your life. Where I didn't go like, no, nah, I'll stay here for three or four years yeah. and I'll be good. That's, that means you really like it. That's great. That's right. And I'm going to make it my own. Oh, well, you've started doing something. that already. Yes. Very cool. That's right. They still do the uh, old school wax rings when you put in a toilet. The what? You know, like when you put in a toilet. I don't know. I've never done that. The toilet goes, I'm not going to do it either, but I, I thought I would have to bring my own wax rings for the plumber. The toilet, like there's a hole in the ground, right? Right. In your bathroom. Yeah. A wax ring goes on the hole. Then the toilet gets smushed on the wax ring to seal the hole. Was not aware of these things. Yeah. Having oh, yeah, Jerry. installed one before. Oh, Yeah. No clue. I feel like my father installed the toilet one time in one of I my condos. I feel like condos. your father did everything you did. Everything. Do. Yeah. I don't know how to do any of it. Like, where did you fall so short? I don't know. Because he taught you things. Yeah, that's he tried. He tried to teach me things. And you weren't interested. I, d- I, d- I was somewhat interested because he made sure I was interested. But I just never picked it up. I just didn't have the patience for it. I just was not, I'm not good with the tools. You weren't interested. I guess I wasn't really interested. I think anybody can, I think, yes, some people can do it better than others. But I think anybody can learn basic skills. It's even, it's really weird, like, for me, like, when women know more things than me. Like, Gina knows. a lot of them, of course. Yeah, Gina knows, like, how to fix a lot. But I think, like, once, here's how it happens. When you get a home and you spend all your money on the home that you don't have money to call somebody to do things, then you try to do them yourself. Well, and by true. and by trial and error of doing them yourself and making mistakes, you learn for the next time. That is like everything. That is 100% true. Right. Very true. So if we're not forced to get those skills, we don't get them. 
Um. Yes. That. Yeah. But if your plumbing breaks and you can't afford to call a plumber, but all I of a sudden you become a plumber. But there are people out there that can afford to pay people to do things, but would prefer to just do it themselves. Yeah. And just learn to do it themselves. There's a satisfaction to it. Like when I paint these kitchen cabinets, it's going to be a satisfaction to that. Of course, by next week, you'll be ordering new cabinets after you ruin them. <laughs> I mean, Jerry, this stuff, these look like garbage. I'm just kidding. I don't know what this is well, here. Whatever you do, don't judge it until they're dry. Right. Because you always know, wet whatever you paint never looks good at first. Right. It never. You're like, oh, my God, what is Let this? Let it settle. Let and it, it needs multiple coats. I already was reading that. So even All after right. the first coat and it dries, Jerry, I'm not going to judge it on that. Good. Very smart. I like. I don't mind painting. Yeah, I know I you like said it's very, um, it's, it's um, relaxing. relaxing, yeah. Give me music, give me peace and quiet, and I'll paint. I like painting the, the the main part of the wall. I don't like a trim. The trim is a nightmare. It's easy. You, hear, you know what the key is? An expensive brush. Yeah? Yeah, because the, uh, the expensive brush with the um, stiff bristles, if you yeah. will. Stiff bristles create very sharp lines if you buy a cheap brush and they're very it's it's a flimsy brush and you got the bristles kind of ripping out and you know leaking all then it becomes a mess you have oh, to spend you got to spend good money on a brush and it doesn't have to be a big brush especially for the edges you buy like the trying to think probably for i usually buy the two inch brush for the edges and go stiff stiff you grab a hold of those brushes and look for the stiffest one in home depot Pretty much. Well, they say it. They actually say it. They designate it. Oh, it says stiffest. Yeah. It, it does this is the it. stiffest brush you could buy. No, but if we created our own brush, we could call it that. The stiffest. Stiffy. <laughs> Do all of your home painting with Alan Jerry's stiffy paintbrushes. <laughs> it's I'm like in. you're aroused. <laughs> it's like for painting with an aroused job. man. <laughs> right. Give a paint job with a stiffy. And we can have like a nude cartoon and then the brush the the brush packaging is the brush is where his sween is. Uh, Stiff well, yeah, brushes, he, Alan Jerry's. He, he Sharks. A, it could be a side profile yeah. where he's holding the brush by his side. Yes. But it's pointing out and up. Yes. Sharks. We find that when we paint, the stiffest brushes is best. So how do you stand out amongst the brush industry? That is tremendous. Al and Jerry's stiffy brushes. The <laughs> stiffest brushes you could feel. <laughs> For the best paint job you'll ever get. For the best paint job ever. <laughs> stiffy brushes. Oh, that's great. All right, Jerry, I got to walk this dog before the the monsoon uh, starts coming down. I've already got uh, I've got a raincoat I'm wearing. I've got uh, waterproof shoes I'm wearing and my uh, shorts that are oh. water uh, resistant. You're good. You got Lepresti for the warm-up show tomorrow. You're all good. Oh, Lepresti for the warm-up. Okay. Yeah, yes. we can do that. I'll be off the next couple of days. Oh. I'll be back on Friday. Good job. I, wow, I might have to do Lepresti for the post game then too cuz no Eddie. That's right. Ooh. There well, maybe go. I go solo you, post game. Or you could take Mike once. Mike Fliegelman? No, Mike Francesa. <laughs> He's retired, Jerry. He's not going to do my podcast. <laughs> I'm sure Fleegs would do it once. He'd probably be honored. Uh, ooh. Okay. Uh, well, the warm up, the warm-up show is what you really should be honored for listening to next. It's attached to this podcast. And if you don't listen to it, we already got credit for it because it's in the same podcast. So... What ifs? Uh, that is next, Jerry. We will see you Friday, I guess. Correct. So. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. Now it's a tie. All right, here we go. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock Tuesday morning as we are gearing up for a big storm today and then gorgeous tomorrow. So in one day and out the next. Al Dukes, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, I've been, uh, you know, trying to keep up on this storm. And when I watch, like, News 12, they're very smooth at saying hurricane or tropical storm, ISIS, ISIS. And I have, every time I go to do it like i hear them say and i go oh okay that's how you say it. it's very easy they're very smooth and i still can't figure it out Isn't so it I, I say east 
So I went to uh, YouTube has a how to pronounce guide. I'm going to play for you here. This is I still am having a problem. Let's see. Here we go. Isaiah. Isaiah. That's not so hard. Isaiah. Isaiah. Why is that so hard? Isaiah. I don't know. I what, I guess when I see it, I get confused. I see the I S A, then another I, and an A S. So it's like the same letters backwards on Here the we second. Call Isaiah. Yeah, why, why did so cute. yeah? Why did we get a pick a confu- like a a harder no to say? Who's in hur- charge of this? Hurricane Albert. That's easy. Right. Hurricane Jerry. How about Hurricane Bill? Hurricane Bill just came through. <laughs> It Not is a, a tropical storm, though, correct? Yeah, but they keep. I keep hearing the news. I don't know if they're just trying to scare us to get ratings, Jerry. All right. But uh, they keep going, oh, uh, uh, it was downgraded to a tropical storm, but it's probably going to get back up to hurricane. I guess it just has to hit a certain mile per hour on the wind yes. radar, and then they go, boom, back to a hurricane. By this time tomorrow, it's gone, and it's going to be sunny. Is that right? It's. A, I think this thing's supposed to be in and out in a day. In and out. Yeah. In and out. Like it's robbing a bank, Jerry. Get in, get out, nobody gets hurt. Yes, except the robbing the bank, you get cash. Cash. I do have a lot of people, a lot of people reaching out to me on t- people I don't know. And I kind of have a feeling they're wishing my new um, uh, pr- my new uh, home that I've moved into right near the beach gets washed away because they're like, like. People love misery. Yeah. But the way they do it, they do it in a, a, a concerning way where they go, good luck uh, today with the storm. You know, you're you're on the coast now. I mean, good luck, I'm sure. But in their way, they're like, jerk. Oh, it goes right in the ocean. <laughs> so it's passive aggressive. Passive aggressive. Like pulling a schizari on you. Yeah, they're going they all full on Eddie schizari on me. Like probably going to, you know, in the year 2050, that's going to be in the middle of the ocean. So good luck with so the this storm. Is, this is one of those cases where you need to hear the words instead of see them. Because I can make every case, Al, good luck with the storm. That's very right. nice. Or yes. it could be, good luck with the storm. Exactly. <laughs> it is all in how you say it. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's why hurricane or and i have a toilet bowl delivery coming today so i don't know if that's gonna be held up it might end up in the atlantic ocean <laughs> <laughs> yeah if these guys just leave my toilet bowl out uh, out on the porch it may end up uh, with the hurricane ice i eyes i i i hurricane isaias what's your window for your they don't even give a window they go like this you get a robot call the day before, and it goes, we're delivering your toilets. And they go, uh, the driver will give you a call 30 minutes before. I've I've gotten multiple deliveries from this place because I'm doing some home improvements. Never a phone call. Really? They just show up. See, I've I've gotten that phone call, but it's never what they say 30 minutes before. Yeah. It's usually like, your, your driver will be arriving within 30 minutes. Ding dong. Like, what? Right. <laughs> right. I'll sometimes get a call from the guy out front where he doesn't know where to park. Right. <laughs> They're like, sure. oh, I guess you're here. <laughs> We're ready. And That's Hurricane Isaias. <laughs> uh, uh, one of the stories yesterday that came out, Jerry, was that the, the Rock Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, was buying the XFL. Yeah, that was the end of the show. Yeah, so I had written. Of, I was like, oh, well, this seemed like a loser. Seemed like a loser business. Like, if I said to you, Jerry, would you like to put some money into the XFL? You'd probably be like, heck no. I would not. You would not. I would no. not. So I got multiple responses of, well, this is a drop in the bucket for The Rock. He makes $180 million a year, $15 million, no big yeah, deal. Why do you want to just give your money away? Exactly. So then Unless people were... charity. Yes, and this is what I'm hoping that you have a, an idea what they're talking about. I got many of these. It's a write-off for him. A tax write-off? Yeah. Okay. But a write-off is never as big as it's the... It's not 100%. <laughs> right. A write-off, I believe, means you just don't pay the taxes on it. And you I believe, get, and you get a slight tax break, but it's not. It's kind of like when people talk about your real estate taxes. Right, it's not a hundred percent. You don't get all that money back. You know, right. you get a nice portion of it. Some, and in some cases, not even much of a portion. But yeah, I, I, I would say if we learn that the XFL somehow gets together with the NFL in the next few months, yeah, then I would think that the Rocket had conversations mm. with someone from the National Football League knowing going forward, not that the NFL is going to fund it, but that the NFL will have something to do with pulling players from it, which would make it all the more appealing. Right. Otherwise, I don't understand. We just saw it fail. You know, it was not doing well. Vince McMahon, they tried to do it the right way by getting all the hokey stuff out and really doing football. It still didn't work. 
Um, only people like Eddie watched it. I watched a couple of games, but not enough to become a fan of it. Right. Um, I, I don't. Uh, there's got to be something else to it other than the Rock just buying the league. Well, other than a tax break, other than people writing, it's a write-off for the Rock. The other thing I was getting was it was successful before coronavirus. Well, it wasn't. It, was. it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it, it wasn't going to fail mid-season, but it no. it was not a success. I no, it was a success from the standpoint of they had TV contracts. It was not right. a success from fan interest because no. no one went to the games aside from. Where was there was one city where not that they packed the place, but they probably did sixty percent capacity in a building. Oh man, what well, wasn't DC? Was it? There was one city that did well, and that was it. I would say no it was a city else. that didn't have the NFL. Yeah, probably. I I don't know why I thought it was DC, but whatever. Um, point is, if you looked at those games at MetLife Stadium, it was embarrassing. Just write it off, Jerry. Yeah, right. Exactly. I'll pass. He just write it off. <laughs> yes, exactly. There was a Seinfeld episode where Kramer was getting involved in mail fraud, where he was getting like a had like a stereo sent to him, and then he claimed it was broken. Right. And then Jerry was like, "You, you know, you're you're ripping off these companies." He goes, "No, they just write it off." <laughs> and then Jerry goes, "Do you what is that? Do you even know what write it off means?" And no. of course he didn't. No one does. <laughs> The other thing people think that like a tax write-off means is that yeah that you get like Gina's big on this. She thinks everything's a tax write-off. Like I'll be complaining about like I don't know whatever it is gas. You know how much gas I use every month driving into the city. She'll go, don't you just write that off? No, no, it's commuting expenses. You can't (laughs) write that off and write it off. It doesn't mean it's free gas. You know, not not for nothing. You can write it off as long as you don't get audited. Right, fine. She goes, yeah, she'll always do it. She goes. My friends, they write it off. I go, you can write anything off. Right, if you correct. get caught, it's not correct. I'm once doing you, my taxes right. Once you get audited, you get a big bill or yeah. jail time. Jerry, so, have you, good luck with that. Jerry, have you brought your cushions in yet? No. Oh, they might fly away. Today's the day that you bring your cushions. Oh, you don't have any outdoor cushions? No. I have two small outdoor cushions. I brought them in last night. I don't want them flying all around you Bradley Beach. <laughs> I'm sitting on them right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting on me. double cushions right now. <laughs> Unless they're tied down. Otherwise, they'll end up in Belmar. Right. Yeah, and I saw they go, oh, they're not doing garbage pickup today because of Hurricane Isis. And, uh, okay, so now our garbage will just be flying all over the place instead of being be. picked up. I didn't even put ours out to the to the curb. Smart. Uh, no, I just forgot. Oh, you forgot we, about we it. Usually, because we have the cornhole on Monday night, we have garbage on Tuesday morning, so I usually do it when I get back, but I came back. We got cut short because of some wicked lightning last night, and uh, when I came back, it was pouring out, so I wasn't putting it down to the to the curb. Lightning hurt that. Lightning hurt the cornhole league yeah, last night? Yeah, we only got the first set of games in, so the Even second Even though set, indoors? No, we're outside. Oh, you are? No, oh, right. No ah. indoors. No indoors. We're outside. So what we do is we space the boards 20 feet apart so that we have proper spacing, and we're outdoors for free-flowing air. Oh, although, yeah. Although I didn't care for a guy last night that stopped by and took pictures. I feel like that's going to end up online somewhere. Yeah, just a rando dude showed up? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like you can – because you can take pictures and make an angle look really bad. Yes. Like, if you look at the way we do – and listen, I'm not going to lie. Most people don't wear a mask. I do, and some people do. But most don't because they feel like they're outside and we're – you're you're literally 20 feet apart from board to board, and you're you're six feet apart from your partner. So they feel like they're outside. I, we give our suggestion, uh, but people do what they want, and that's fine. But I felt like he was he took a picture at a weird angle. Interesting. That would have made it look worse than it was. We'll see. Right. Yeah, I found that like um, uh, when I was coming up Ocean Avenue in Belmar, I see uh, DJs, and I'm like, look at this crap. There's people all deep in this. Yeah. And then when you get up closer, there's a lot of people, but they're all spaced out properly. Yeah, doing it the way you're supposed to do it. Doing it right. So that's why we're not indoors. There's not enough room, plus the indoor ventilation. I'm not into that. So Ventilation, um, yeah. Right. We keep it outside. Okay. All good. But, yeah, we only got uh, 8.15. We were done. We got crushed. All right. The lightning Sorry. got you. I got to uh, tell you, I'm watching CBS right now about yes. the storm. Yes, CBS television. I'm not going to lie to you. What I'm looking at radar-wise looks like we might be in the safe zone. Yeah, I did hear it was like Northwest New Jersey. Yeah, like we canceled our we had a ten year ten year old baseball game tonight, which we postponed because of this storm. I'm looking at it right now. I'm not saying we're not going to get hit, but with the radar I'm looking at, 
Well, no, never mind. She just moved the radar. All right, never mind. Noon, we're going to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear that, that it was, yeah, it was like a noonish. Like, what happens today if um, Moose and Maggie aren't on there on vacation? So it's like uh, JJ and Brian, Brian Jones, Jones and then uh, Tiki and Tierney. Yes. What if they lose power at their homes? They got to get on the phone. That's what they have to do. Do the, do the show Everyone on the phone. work. Hey, if you're working from home today, you better, this is what I kept seeing on the news, too. Power up your, de- like, charge your devices now. Yeah. But then you don't have internet when the power goes out. No, but you have your cell service. You do have cell service. Yes. Uh, 2020 got even worse for a fella named Mike Soroka last night, Braves oh, pitcher, during the yeah. Mets game. He uh, tore his Achilles. Yeah, he left the mound to go cover first base, but only got about two steps from the mound, tore his Achilles. Oof. Yeah. That's Boy, rough. That sucks. I had a partial tear of my Achilles when I was seven, sixteen, I guess. Yeah. Let me tell you, man, that hurts. Do they have to do surgery for that, or it just reattaches my, itself? So there's two different things. There's I had a partial tear. A guy like Brandon Tierney, I believe, ruptured his Achilles. Where it like ripped off the bone. And that is surgery. Oh. And he, if I remember talking to him correctly, if I remember what he said, that was surgery, and that was quite the uh, the rehab. So, like, when they say this guy tears his Achilles, yeah, do you think that surgery tears your Achilles? It could be. It depends on the severity of it. I don't know. Could you imagine really ripping don't. a muscle off your bone? Yeah, I could. It's got to be incredibly painful. I know for me, they put a cast on my on my um, my Achilles and my foot. You know, the the, the top part of my foot up towards my ankle, um, and I was in a boot and a cast for about three months, and that was it. And I had a walking boot, and I was okay. But you know, it was weird was when they took the cast off, the doctor telling me, all right, now you got to retrain your foot to walk. And I was like, what do you mean by that? He goes, well, once you start moving your foot up and down, you're going to feel a tightness and a sharp pain. And I'll never forget, I, I refused to walk for like two days. And finally, my mother just screamed at me. She goes, are you going to walk around like this all the time? She goes, start moving. So <laughs> yes, okay, for, sorry. <laughs> for the rest of my life, I'm going to walk this way. That's right. Boy, this it guy's got to wish like, oh, I should have opted out of this stupid season 2020 yeah, i guess i you know disaster it's one of the well how about the mets i mean you got you got cano leaves the game you got uh, uh ahmed rosario leaves the game you had jeff mcneil didn't even play in the game and then i don't care for this so jd davis had uh, had a stomach ache and i guess they're blaming it on chick-fil-a <laughs> that's not nice your chick-fil-a <laughs> yes and to the point where luis rojas goes Dude, what are you doing? Like watching him eat this Chick Fil A before the game. Everybody loves Chick Fil A. Oh, I love Chick Fil A. Waffle fries. Yeah, absolutely. But yes, and J D. Davis had a stomach ache. So the Mets had their own problems. But yes, for Soroka, season over. Who called out Chick Fil A? Was uh, uh, the manager? I'm not sure. I think it was Luis Rojas who was talking about why J D. Davis wasn't in. The, I think it was he wasn't in the starting lineup for the stomach issue. Could have been anything he would have eaten. Maybe he ate too close to game time. Uh, very possible. But I think he said he was crushing the Chick-fil-A. And I said, dude, what are <laughs> you doing? <laughs> so I don't think it was the Chick-fil-A as much as he ate too much. Right. He was crushing it, as they say. <laughs> yes. Crushing the Chick-fil-A. Kind of funny. Well, we're, we're crushing the warm-up yeah, show because we're already definitely. one segment through. That's we do have to take a break. Uh, on the other side, more fun stories for you. Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, 25 after 5, Tuesday morning down the shore in New York, wherever you might be. Uh, Al Dukes, what else, man? What else you got? Well, the Yankees gave uh, video tributes yesterday, Jerry, to uh, I don't both. understand these. <laughs> Me neither, especially no now. Right, they did a tribute video for Didi Gregorius, who's now with the Phillies, yeah. and for Joe Girardi. Who's now, now, I did with not the watch the game. I um, did. My question is: Proudly. That was sh- did they show that in its entirety before? No. So no. Who are you doing? Like, you know it's what a they nice did? Gesture, but why? They ran it during a commercial breaks because, like, when Yes came back from commercial, they're like, uh, uh, "Join the break." Uh, the Yankees did a video, a video tribute to Didi Gregorius, and they show like a short clip of it and Joe Girardi short clip, and that was it. It just seems they didn't like do the such whole thing. a lot of work. Yes. For no, there's no bang for your buck because there's no one in the crowd to appreciate it. I know you're yeah. sort of doing it for the player and the manager. I get it, but you would think you'd like that acknowledgement. And I guess you could make the case. God knows when the Phillies will be back at Yankee Stadium, so it's now or never. But I don't know. It just seems like just send them a fruit basket or show it on TV. 
Or show it on TV. And maybe, again, maybe they did in the pregame. I don't know. I did not see the yes pregame. Send them an edible arrangement instead. That's what I said. Send them right some to fruit. The du- right to the dugout. We appreciate what you did. Here's a nice fruit basket. <laughs> you did a great job here for 10 years. And here's a <laughs> Here's a chocolate-dipped pineapple flower. That is always the funny thing. Like, <laughs> the appreciation and everything. It's like, but we did have to let you go. Yeah, but really, <laughs> seriously, it was... <laughs> Time for you to split, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Spit. How about the? Did you hear this from the Yankee game? So Brett Gardner hits an opposite field home run down, yes. you know, like in the corner. Did you hear the stat with this? That it's the first opposite field home run he's ever hit in his career. I heard them say was. I heard them say that was the first time he hit a home run to that part of the park. I was like, what are they talking about? Yeah. I thought they were think, saying specifically like a section of seats over there. No, How's I was that possible? Listening, listening to Susan and Ricky Ricardo coming back last night. I listened to the game for, you know, 10 minutes or so in the car. And they were talking about Gardner's home run to left field. Again, the left field corner, but still to left field. And they said the note was it was his first opposite field home run. Now, he had an inside the park home run somewhere in his career. That doesn't count. It's the first opposite field home run he's ever hit in his career, which I find fascinating for a guy that's been around for 30 years. Like, it feels like he's been around forever. And I know he's not a home run hitter. But you would think by accident, somewhere in the last 10 years, he's hit one to left field over the fence. But like, no. Right, when Gardy's gone Yardy. Right. Well, I guess he just plants one in the right field uh, seats all the time. He still is a guy that – I know we talked about, like, who would you take in a fight? Giancarlo Stanton is ripped and Musco. I would take probably Brett Gardner to beat up anybody on the Yankees. What about Tom Coughlin? No, no, I'm saying as far as, like, a Yankee <laughs> infighting. I know. I would I take Gardner. I know you love Coughlin. Coughlin, um, I would, would beat over me Over Stanton, sure. huh? Over Stanton. I think just think Gardner's like a, one of those guys that He's goes. scrappy. Scrappy. He goes low, right? And you know this because you were a grappler yourself at one point. Right. He goes low, gets a guy to the ground, and, and then, then forget it. You're finished. Yeah. Yeah, you're all right. A lot of that is that evens out in some cases, not all, um, but it can certainly even out the playing field. That is true. Why don't I learn to just at least take I don't know, somebody I told, down? I've told you that for years. It's never too late, man. It's never. T- there was a guy on the news yesterday, a 96-year-old, just graduated from college. It's never too late. Right. If I would have started jujitsu during the pandemic, I'd have a black belt by now. You wouldn't have that, but you know what you'd be? Working your way towards it, and you'd know a hell of a lot more now than you would than you otherwise do. I would even want to take one of those classes that, Mostly they have women take, which is like self-defense classes. Yeah, why not? Yeah, where they like when a mugger comes up, how you disarm them. Absolutely. Poke their eye out. All punch different them things in the you f- can do. I mean, also, listen, Jer- you- if you punch a guy in the throat, Jerry, that's awesome. Yes, you do have the mace gel, though. So you are one step ahead of most people. And you do have the taser gun, though you don't carry it. I don't carry it. You I, do do carry the, I do carry the mace gel. That must feel very empowering, it though, does. knowing that you have that in your house in case someone breaks in. Also, when I when I walk the dog in the middle of the night, I take it with me. Ah, smart. I don't blame you. Very smart. And, oh. I've seen groups of teenagers over by the beach sometimes in the yeah. middle of the night, and I'm like, bring it. Go I got, home. <laughs> but uh, no, in my head, I'm like, I could I could take these teens out with, with a nice one. a nice swooping in window and hit them. Also, I have it for. What if a raccoon comes after us? That too, a hundred percent. You know, so I was Possible. talking to somebody yesterday. Remember that trail you used to do when you used to live in Matawan? Yes. I was telling me it can be dangerous. Hudson Trail. Yeah. So, oh. so you never go after after dusk. Right. I said, yeah, I know a friend of mine. He used to struggle at two o'clock in the afternoon, so I know what you mean <laughs> after dusk. <laughs> yeah, trails. I watch so many murder shows on uh, ID channel and such that. When, no matter where I go, like I'd be like, if I was a murderer, I'd hang out right here. <laughs> That's a good right thing on the side not. of a trail. Yeah. because uh, I don't sense there are any cameras overhead. Right. <laughs> I agree. That's a tough one. Jerry, why did Brandon Nimmo get himself involved in this cesspitous situation? He I said, don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's a great I here's what I think and then you can give the quote. Oh right. I I think he's just a nice kid. Who was asked a question, <laughs> and he doesn't know how to just deflect. And I think he was just being honest. That's, you know what? That's the answer. I, I, I do. I don't think it was anything. He wasn't being rude. He wasn't being, you know, um, evasive. He wasn't being uh, nasty to the club or to Cespit. I think he's just a nice guy who t- 
told you what he thought or knew. Right. Someone had must have caught up with Brandon Numo and asked him about the Cespedes situation. Right. And he says, uh, well, you never know. Uh, I'm paraphrasing here. You, you, not, you don't know what to believe. You know, we in the clubhouse heard that he did tell the Mets before the game that he wasn't coming. Well, then we heard what Brody said. So who knows? Right. And that's a very fair and honest thing to say, except that it smacks the mess right in the face. Do you, do you think Brody lobs a phone call to him today going, bro, what are we doing? I think it's possible. Either that or I think he finds Harold and says, shut him up. <laughs> Tell him to zip it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. I think it's possible. Yeah, it's a, I saw those quotes yesterday afternoon. I said, oh, yeah. come on. Why can't we just let this lie and move on? You're and right, though. For the most part, we do. But it was like, you know, for a few hours, it's like, oh, the Mets. This, and this goes back to your for, from yesterday. Whether they're at fault or not, why do these things always chase them down? Why? Why does it follow them? Meet the Mets. Right, but why? The players are different. The manager's different. The GM is different. And yet, and, and I don't want to hear, well, the owner's the same. The owner's nothing to do with this. Right. There's nothing to do with this. And yet, there's always something. I just, oh, God, I heard that yesterday. I'm like, come on, Brennan, shut up. And speaking of all-field situations, uh Mr. Derek Jeter, you know him, Jerry. He's yeah, we have a lot of sound. From, we have a lot of sound from him coming up. He's, he's not a happy guy. He's claiming that the Marlin players did not go to a strip club in Atlanta. No, he's and saying a coffee shop, and they went to each other's homes for dinner. A coffee shop. Yeah, he said they just did normal routine, going out and getting coffee, you know, from the hotel room, and just you know walking around a little bit, uh, and that they went to a friend's for dinner in a small group setting. I'll go play. I'll play the audio for you coming up after six o'clock. And he's blaming a false sense of security. I can. I as believe for them that catching the virus. I believe that. I really do, because I think until you have it, you don't think you're going to have it. Like me, I'm so cocky about not yeah. getting it. Yeah. I, I mean, I let me ask you this: If restaurants open indoors this weekend, would you go? Yes. Because you feel like you're not. It's not going I feel to affect invincible. you. Yeah. And and now, okay, now apply that. To 24-year-old uh, guys that are in rip-roaring shape. You think they feel like they're going to get something? No. So I, I actually happen to agree with what he said. Now, if <laughs> word comes out that they were at strip clubs after this, well, then he's going to look like a fool. And I guess some of the Cardinals went to a casino. Yes. Um, that's one of the stories that's out there. So uh, still a lot can happen, and we can certainly still learn a lot. But I do believe him. I, I think a lot of these guys, it's, it's kind of like when guys do stupid things, girls do, when they do stupid things in their teens and 20s because they never think anything's going to happen to them. And then guess what? It, it's a very small percentage, but it does happen to them. You can get coffee at a strip club, though, so they could have got that coffee together. That can't be good. In Florida, I don't know how it is in these other states, but when I was living in Tampa, if the if the strip club was nude, then you could not get alcohol there. Right. You had to bring your own or buy? No, no, they wouldn't let you bring your own either. Really? You, yeah. You had to buy sodas, orange juice, or coffee. How much were those uh, <laughs> Cokes? Like $9? I think $5. It was legitimately like just larger than a Dixie cup. <laughs> and it was filled with ice. <laughs> filled with ice. And you had to get two sodas, I think. A two-soda two, minimum. I think even Go-Go Rama in Jersey had that rule. That's funny. <laughs> I see. I thought those places were bring your. At least in Jersey, I thought they were bring your own. No, there's only there's only a handful of places. That seems very dangerous. Well, that's there's the one by Route 35 down in South Amboy that I pass going to work. Yeah, if you remember, yes. they have, they put up a huge sign BYOB. I don't know when they're reopening, <laughs> but can you imagine letting a groups of guys show no. up with their own cheap beer? No, to a I agree. strip club? That seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> like at least if you make them buy overpriced drinks, at some point they're gonna be like, This is getting too expensive up You're at right. night. Well, but, you know what though? But that's not true because guys are stupid. And they keep right. spending. I mean, think about the, you think about going out in a casino or a and I don't mean when you're playing and they give them to you for free. I mean you go into a bar in a casino and the drinks are fourteen dollars. You'll sit there all night. And then you, the next morning, can you believe we spent $280 on drinks? Yeah, yes. because you kept drinking. And you wouldn't so, leave. we got to take a break. Hmm. 25 in front of 6 o'clock. Uh, more hijinks after this. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Alan Jerry now offering curbside delivery. 
20 in front of six warm-up show until then boomer and geo join us at the top of the hour yankees are a machine they won again last night mets won a game they actually scored some early runs for jacob Degrom. nice to see him get a victory his first of the season what else al i know ricky ricardo has been doing the uh, yankee games on the radio with susan while john was uh, out sick i didn't know he was uh, in the hospital i saw i don't think in- anybody knew that Saw so this in the New York Post yesterday that he had uh, some sort of blood infection. I actually got a WFAN.com alert about it. You did? I did, yeah. Are you one of those notification guys or your phone? You get different notifications you that go off? No, I don't usually, but for some reason I did get that. I don't I don't know why. What did it say? It was like, do-do-do-do-do-do, John Sterling released from hospital with blood infection. Uh, doing well and going to return well. and after a short stay in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad he's okay. We need yes. him back. We Ricky's need John great, back. We need John back. That's that's uh, he's the voice. What is a blood infection? I don't. It doesn't sound good. I can tell you that. It I does not. Uh, I would think some sort of infection gets in the blood. I would think. Right. <laughs> I, well, no I guess idea. you did go to medical school. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> infections are bad. Here's what it is. Something that we I don't know. want. We know infections are bad, and you don't want anything bad in your blood. Therefore, yes. blood infection. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. terrible, terrible. terrible. Our life is just sound bites. Do you think Susan likes working with Ricky Ricardo or she's like, where's John? (laughs) (laughs) That's a weird question to answer. I think think she knows Ricky because he's at every game with them. I think they're friends. Yes. And I think uh, everything's great, but she can't wait for John to get back for normalcy. Right. Is that a For nice all, diplomatic yeah, way to say it? That's a great way to say it, Or Jerry, I could I go Brandon Nimmo on you and go, <laughs> she probably can't stand them. But then again, she might not. Brandon Nimmo would be like, I heard she does. Some people say she likes Ricky. Others say <laughs> no interest in why he's in the booth. Uh, and others knows? say they love each other. Yeah, so who knows? Uh, you, you know, We've heard everything uh, over here. <laughs> uh, Eagles coach Doug Peterson, who has the coronavirus, says that he can still coach the team virtually. Yes. Well, I love he, this idea. Let's set up a big iPad on the sidelines. What do you mean? You love, we are doing this already. <laughs> Have you noticed our last four months? <laughs> Right. Doug Peterson just be like, listen, I'll put the visor on that. He, you know, he's one of these visor guys. I'll put the Eagles visor on. I'll put the coat on. I'll just sit on my couch and I'll yeah. uh, tell you guys what plays I'm interested in running. I can talk to my coaches with the headset on on my couch. I really I'm have a feeling sure he'll be back there in a couple of weeks. I kind of have a feeling we're all going to be working from our couches. Let me ask you this forever. Do you think I was having this conversation awesome. with my wife yesterday? Um, because you certainly see a lot of these companies are shutting down all office work until January now at the yeah. earliest. How many companies do you think are going to say, you know what, why are we paying all this money in rent if yeah. we can actually do the work the right way as right. we have for the last four months? Yes, I think a lot of people will be closing down offices. Now, if you're a coffee shop, obviously, you need a coffee shop. But if well, you're... Yes. I mean, office buildings where yeah. you really can do the work from home. And so when we when Matthew was born in 2004, my wife worked remotely from home for about three or four months. And then she just stopped working for a while. But it wasn't like she was, you know, attached to her computer all day. It was she would go check it every hour and see if she had anything to do. Right. And I remember thinking, boy, what a scam. But now or nowadays, I think people are on their computer nonstop. And I do think they're doing the work the way they're, for the most part, not everybody. And I do think they're doing the work like they otherwise would be in the office, other than having that communication and, and you know, um, you know, socially being around people. That's different. I get it. But I think the work gets done. Some and people I, say they work longer hours. Because, because they feel guilty if they don't get the work done, right? Yeah, or I guess because your home and your office is now your home, that you're maybe you're still working eight hours or more, but you're spreading it out, uh, bet- you know, uh, in you know what is it like sixteen hours of your day instead right. of eight hours of your day. Because if you want, you go uh, run get to the grocery store from ten to twelve, and then you're back on the computer at twelve right. to work. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. It just it just seems to me a place like New York City. That's that charges astronomical. Rent yes. Rates. If you've got a company there at the very least downsize. Right. And we're going to need a smaller ones. office. Yeah, I would think so. Now, I think what we do is a little different. I don't know. I, I can't speak for sales and, and executives and stuff like that. I do believe we're a better product when we're in the studio. We've certainly made this work. 
but about every what about everybody else like is there so is there that big a need for all those desks and all that space i don't know it's an interesting question yeah, our dogs are going to be pissed when we all go back to work. Either that dogs... or they're like wives. They'll be thrilled that we get the hell out of the house. Or husbands that can't wait for their wives to get out of the house. No, they say cats want you out of the house. Not like that, you're ca- That your cats are like, well, what are we doing? Cats get a bad rap, man. I got to tell you. Yeah, they do. They get a, a rap that they're standoffish, that they're not cuddly, that they have no interest in their owners. I can't get rid of these two. <laughs> they they true. follow me around everywhere. They sit on my lap nonstop. It's like, guys. I'm working here. <laughs> we do see the cats climbing on your oh equipment my God. sometimes. I got two of them literally right below me right now. They're just, just sitting down waiting for me to do something. They're like, do something for us here. Entertain us. I got the one. He, The one brings a little uh, sponge ball, wants me to throw it around. Like, I, no. Like, come on. Like a dog, it plays fetch? Yeah, yeah, she does. I throw my dog something. It just looks at me. Like, go get it. Right, because your dog chased a rabbit for four years. <laughs> she did chase a rabbit. She's done chasing bulls. <laughs> your, your dog's had enough. Jerry, your one of the... retired. This day, exactly. She's like, it's just, yeah, I'm not working anymore. I've worked. I worked my ass off. That's right. <laughs> uh, there's a uh, tomato going around the internet that looks like Larry Bird. I know. This sounds so ridiculous, and yet it's so true. <laughs> Have you seen the tomato yeah. that looks like oh, Larry yeah. Bird? I couldn't it, help myself to click on it. I mean, yeah, I was felt. like, "Come on, it's not going to look like Larry." And Bird. then, what'd you think? Looks exactly like Larry Bird. <laughs> it it's got the. It's got. You know what the weirdest part is? Is the nose? It's everything. The yeah. eyes, a bit of a droopy face. The yeah. nose. Do you I think like the that, person ate the tomato, or is they're saving it? Uh, if I was that person, I would wax it. <laughs> oh right, because otherwise, it's just gonna uh, gonna ripe itself to death. Yeah, absolutely. I, to me, it had like a Squidward nose from SpongeBob. Yes, but, but, but it looked like. La- and here's where you know it looked like Larry Bird. People photoshopped it onto Larry Bird. Yeah, right. And it still looked like. <laughs> it. Do you think Larry Bird has seen the Larry Bird tomato? I think someone in his life said, "Can you believe this?" And he looked and said, "Hey, it looks like me." <laughs> like someone in his family texted it to him. Someone had to have. Like this stuff doesn't stay quiet anymore. Yeah. Like, think about 30 years ago. It would take weeks and weeks for that to probably circulate around to where it had to get to. Now it takes 30 minutes, if not 30 seconds. There was a Johnny Carson years ago where he had on this uh, this older woman who collected potato chips that looked like people or cartoon I characters. I feel like I remember things. this. So she brought on all these potato chips, which she has had for years, because a potato chip is not like a tomato. It's not going to go bad. You could You could keep it. And then eat it still 30 years later. Yes. Yes. So she had all these potato chips, and she was putting them on the desk. And Johnny, being the the comedy man that he is, he had a bowl of regular potato chips under his desk. Okay. And when the woman turned away from Johnny to get another chip that looked like something, he ate a potato chip, and she thought he ate one of her. Oh, you're kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was very funny. Then he goes, oh, no, no, no. I just have a bowl of chips here I'm enjoying. (laughs) It's well done. She was paranoid. I'd be like, if what do you, if you had a Larry Bird tomato, Jerry, and one of your sons came in and made a BLT sandwich with right. you, like that was my Larry Bird. People always see Jesus in like toast and I think I like do that. think you can. It's kind of like you can look at clouds and see images. Yes, I think if you put the image in your head, you can make a lot of things look the way you want it to look. I do. The tomato, though, looks like Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest; it really does. In so, in other gardening news, did you? This is a very bizarre story, but I've seen it in a lot of places. People around the United States have been receiving seeds in the mail that yes. they did not order. I've seen this story, and people are thinking, "Is did you see the one? The one claim is that they're coming from China, and if you plant it." It's going to be a plant that eats you. <laughs> <laughs> right. There are rumors that these that China has sent random people in the United States seeds. Yeah. But how about this? If you got random seeds in the mail, Jerry, in an envelope. They go right in the garbage. Right. You wouldn't put them in the ground. No. People are like. try and cook with them or plant them. They go right in the garbage. Yeah. I, I throw regular mail in the garbage now. I'm not taking seeds out. I do see that uh, scientists have looked and the seeds are not plants that are going to eat us, but they still don't think you should plant them right but they talked to a couple is. like people in like arkansas that been like yeah i planted the seeds they're beautiful I, I don't know why you would do that i really don't 
there's so much wacky stuff going on right now. I wouldn't if I, if I don't trust something, I'm out. Right, because you could have put. See, what if it, what if it was this, Jerry? What if you got an envelope in the mail that said Larry Bird tomato seeds? <laughs> that I that, would plant. That could take the country by storm. <laughs> All of our tomatoes from here on out look like Larry Bird. Final break, and then when we come <laughs> back, we'll have a story or two for you, and then Boomer and Geo at six. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Garrett Cole and the Yankees win. Jacob DeGrom and the Mets win. Rangers lost. They're in an 0-2 hole. They play again tonight. Islanders play this afternoon. Nets back in action today as well. Al? Julian Edelman and model Dane Sodre, I believe is her name, Jerry. Right. They've exchanged fire emojis over Instagram. Okay. What a world to be able to just, like, you're Julian Edelman. You can just go on Instagram and find a date. It is a different world. Certainly different than when we grew up. Just by doing fire emojis to supermodels. I mean, okay. Is it that easy? I guess it is. I guess if you're rich and you're known, it probably is. Well, what happens is here, like, so he does a fire emoji to one of her photos. Then she writes back, thank you. Then Then page six does a story on it. Then what you do if you're Julian Edelman, you screen grab that or send the story to this girl and go, can you believe they're writing stories of my That's how you'd play it? Yeah. And then then I'd say, like, I guess we should talk this over coffee. So so did they get a date or no? I don't know. It's uh, it's up in the air right now, Jerry. So it might not go anywhere. It might not go anywhere. But if Julian Edelman is interested, this is his in. I feel like that'd be a tough relationship. Supermodel and wide receiver. Tom Brady. I know that. Yes. But I don't know. Seems like a tough relationship. And by the way, Tom Brady knows everyone was mocking his iPhone 6 when we're up to iPhone 11 now. He says, uh, you know, yesterday was his birthday. He says he may treat himself to a brand new iPhone. Get an iPhone 7? (laughs) A used, a rebuilt. Will you ever buy buy anything refurbished? I did. I did buy a refurbished phone. You did? Yeah, the one I had prior to the one that shattered. And it was fine. I had it for four years. A ref- a Gina one time bought a refurbished phone. It was like, and when she took it to Apple to get it fixed, they were like, "This is like a Frankenstein phone. It just got, <laughs> <laughs> it's just got pieces of all different devices in it." I also bought a refurbished computer once, which uh, a desktop, which I had for six years, seven years. I how about how long are you supposed to have a laptop for? You're a good person. A laptop, I would say five years tops. Like if you have a laptop Shoot. five years, you really got your use uh, out well, of it. I've had mine for nine. The Nets now. return to nine? the postseason it's continues this. 